Welcome to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak, help you go next level with your practice, leveraging the four pillars that make a practice bulletproof. Vision, building a dream team, marketing ninja, and financial freedom. Now, let's get into it. All right, everybody. I'm excited to be here today, and Craig is with me on this podcast as well. Today, I'm excited. I've been waiting a long time for this interview with, uh, with Russ Perry. He's the CEO and founder of a company called Design Pickle, which Craig and I both use, use daily, and we are full-paying clients of the service because <laughs> it just delivers that amount of value. And, it's, and I feel like it's really helped automate and streamline a lot of what we do from a social media aspect, from a design, from a website, from anything content-related Design Pickle has become our go-to, which has been a gaping hole in my uh, evolution as a dentist and as a marketer and, and business owner. So I'm, I'm so glad to have a kind of an unlimited service. And, and Russ, before we kind of jump into it, um, obviously, welcome to the show. But before we jump into kind of, you know, unpacking all the things, and all, the, all the web of you and your company. <laughs> Tell us, kind of give the overarching, uh, the elevator pitch of, of the value that Design Pickle could bring to a dentist or, um, or groups. Awesome. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me, Peter and Craig. Uh, so honestly, the best value, so we are a graphic design company and uh, that's like the easiest way to describe what we do, but we do it in a very unique way, more about how the experience is driven and about how you pay us. So what I always say is we're a flat rate, unlimited graphic design company, which sounds like a lot of marketing, like fancy words, but truly that's what it is. You pay a subscription every month. It's 370 bucks a month to start. And then you just send in what you need and you get a dedicated designer designer to help you. Like you said, every day, it's so, it's so basic. It's almost like ridiculous when people want to have a sales conversation because it's kind of just like, that's it. <laughs> so, well, online, it's, it's simple, it's but <laughs> honestly, when I signed up and I was like, and I told Kim, Kim is kind of, uh, she handles a lot of the, the administration for my practice and, and kind of my right hand woman. I was like, this can't be real. There's no way it can be. A limit. <laughs> like This can't, this something's fishy about this. Yeah. I figured and, it was in, in Indonesia. Right. So, like, you know, it's going to be non, non, non English speaking. Like some, these ads are going to be horrible. And I got back to like the first thing and I was like, Oh, oh. Whoa, these are yeah. like four options and I'd take any one of those four options kind of thing. Um, so well, we get that a lot. We get that a lot. And, you know, to, to a, you know, just a full transparency, like, like one of my core values for our business and life is truth. We have a global team. So it's a unique online service where our, most of our team is actually located in the Philippines. Oh, I knew it. See, I wasn't too far off. We are too far. But what's so cool about that is what I call the set it and forget it design style where you send it in during the day, you go to sleep and it's ready in the morning. Oh. So it's just this really nice cadence, but we have, you know, our team size, I know Craig, you're wondering about this. We have 198 full-time employees. Wow. So you're not dealing with that guy who's just trying to like do design on the side hustle or gal. They're there and then they're not. And then they're, then they're in Indonesia on vacation. You can't get a hold of them. Yeah. Like that whole experience. Or like sometimes I would get stuff back. Like, so just in full, I'm going to give a little bit of my story here is that I used to use services like, you know, Upwork and at the time Elance and Fiverr. 
and Fiverr is a whole different thing there, you know, get <laughs> complete dog shit back. But, um, but you know, by the time I would get a quality ad, let's just call it one ad of one, something simple, like a banner. By the time I was done with it, it took so much time and it literally cost about the same amount as what you charge unlimited for a month. Right. It was crazy. And so then I was like, Oh, Fiverr, the five buck dollars, like, you know, $5, $5 ads. There you and go. My daughter could make better ads than most of these. Um, and she's seven. Well, uh, here's the secret sauce. Here's why we, why we're able to do it. This is literally the secret of our entire business. So if you want to copy design pickle, this is how you do it. Okay. You hire your full time, you hire designers full time and you treat them really well and you let them get to work directly with the client and get to know them. Yeah, like that's it. Like that's amen. What amen. <laughs> amen. That you need this client representative who's trying to figure out the story for your brand, and you speak all day long with him. And then it's a game of telephone. Then he goes over and speaks to the <laughs> dude with the nose ring in the back of the room. And then there's this intermediary. It's the same disintermediation we always talk about. It's the travel yeah. agent model. Right. Firms are like imagine doing what you guys do in the dental industry, and I never actually work with the dentist. Like, like imagine I never do. Now I know there's lots of parts of the, of, of the process of dental that you don't work with the dentist because there's different roles. But imagine if that was, was never done. It's like, well, we're going to do this surgery, but you know what? Um, you know, we're never actually going to, you're never going to work with this person. We're going to, you have to talk to this person and they're going to tell, <laughs> tell them what, like, it's just this crazy thing. Like you have to be able to connect and learn and work and understand. And and it's the emotions too. That's what a lot of people don't realize is that creativity is such a personally emotional process. Yep. It's like your baby. Like you care so much and our clients, I kid you not, they care too. Like it's hard when they get some feedback that's like, oh, we missed a, missed a typo or you didn't understand something. Like they internalize it a little yeah. bit. We actually have to kind of help them out because they care so much about our clients. So you, you give us kind of the, the genesis of, and you did about design pickle, but then kind of how fast you expanded um, and then the struggles along the way of kind of scaling. I know you just gave us kind of the reverse engineer of how you would, would start design pickle with, with, you know, getting a bunch of people and caring for them deeply, but like walk us through a little bit. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of parallels to just scaling in general and, and extrapolating that into dentistry. Well, I think the biggest catalyst for everything I'm doing now today was because I was my first client. I had closed my creative agencies really unceremoniously. I had a branding design firm that didn't work out really, you know, just was not profitable half the year. And, the, and then the, the years of the month we, we were profitable made up for the months we weren't, we closed it and I started consulting and I needed the exact kind of stuff that design people does. So I needed, I do, I needed the business cards. We were at it. My first client was going to a trade show and, need some sales materials and a promotion for their website that they could put up there. And I, the guy who literally had a whole agency of designers a month ago, could not find help. Like I was like, it was crazy. And so I, and, and so then I finally started thinking, okay, well, I know kind of how to manage the process really well. What if I could just find like a really good designer and streamline the experience. So the client request would come in, we could start immediately, and then I could kind of look at it, help the designer if they're not clear on what's going on. And so we built Design Pickle with me, a project manager and a designer. It wasn't called Design Pickle at the time, it was just called Raspberry Consulting. 
And what year was this? Sorry. This was 2014. 2014. Holy cow. And so it started to work pretty well. And I, here I was doing all this like cool, cool, fun. Exactly what you're saying, Craig. I like meet with the client. We do brand strategy. Whoa, what are we going to do? Here's this big idea. And then like, then they would just be requesting the small stuff behind the scenes. I would kind of see. And all the blah, 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 fancy stuff was like so shitty and hard to do. And then this design stuff that was, was like, wow, this is really working. And clients care more about just getting stuff in a reliable way. Yeah, the, so speed, I, of, the speed of execution is yeah. the, the rate limiting step. People are like, I just want a business card. No, we got to talk about your, your brand <laughs> story. Like we have to figure out like, are you more like, you know, it's just so funny the way they talk. And I think that ad agencies always like to say their biggest concern is not getting you clients. It's like winning an addy. I have a very good friend of mine yeah, who yeah. owns a, a very large marketing firm. He got me like four Addies, the Addy Awards. You know, <laughs> they get yeah. these crystal awards. I don't know what the fuck and they it, are. I and mean, it got you no patience. It didn't get me anything. <laughs> but they're so proud of that. And it got them other dental clients. But it's just funny that the measure of success in the advertising world is- And you know what would get you more clients? Really relevant, meaningful posts on Instagram content. every day. Yeah. Like simple stuff like that, that's tagged correctly. You know, like that's the kind of stuff you need to do. So fast forward, I read this book called Seven Day Startup by Dan Norris. I met a guy named Alex McCaffrey, founded a company, WP Curve, which was flat rate WordPress updates. They've since sold it to GoDaddy, but it was an inspiration for me because the same business model they had put for these flat rate uh, website updates I had the bones of that for design. It was literally, they used the same software we were using. It was the same style, the same idea. So I love pickles. I had a lot of bad branding projects when I was an agency with tech companies that were super boring. So I just picked a fun name called Design Pickle and the, the domain was available. And um, we launched in 2015. So we rolled out to the market. We had a profitable first month and we've just been doubling down on ourselves ever since. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so obviously you have, um, with a hundred, 200 designers or, or 200 employees, you have a ton of yeah, clients. Not all designers. So we have about, I'd say 135 designers. Okay. But you've, there's obviously a, a tremendous amount of things that you've seen that have worked, mm -hmm. um, from a conversion standpoint. Right. So if we're all about, you know, it's like Craig is saying, sometimes it's not about creating ad, addy like, uh, ads, or award type ads, it's about conversions and right. And what, and what's going to either engage people on social media or convert someone to pick up the phone and call to, to patronize our business. Um, is that a thing by the way, patronize your business or can yeah. you just a patron of the business? No, patronize. Patronize. You patronize the business? Well, you could say a patronize or patronize. But that, wouldn't you be making fun of the business though? Yeah, I think it's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. It's a double entendre, as they say in France. Mm, mm. Okay. Well, anyway, so Russ, I, I, wanna, I want you to walk us through like what some of the, the key elements to those people who may never use you, have their own designer, or like to do their own Photoshop. Like, what are some key elements of, of great content? Well, if you're doing it yourself versus if you're working with someone else, I think there's kind of two different approaches. Uh, doing it yourself is dangerous for the long run, but definitely there's a time and a place for it. So you're getting started. You don't have a big budget. You're really trying to make it work and you know, limited resources. So in that regard, simple is always better. 
Simple is always better. And one of the technical, super technical things that most people don't realize is in pretty much every platform with the exception of like a billboard or a TV ad, which you shouldn't be doing anyway, every advertising channel has interactivity to it. And so what I mean by that is so many people try to cram a ton into the graphic itself, not remembering that you can associate a link with it, that there's always a different, you can add a link or a, a value add, or it's sending someone to a website page when there can be all the ton, the tons of information that you want to dive into. And that's just, that's like creative direction one-on-one. So I see that a lot of times with when you, our new design pickle clients the one like stuff in everything in yeah, one the app. logo and then we need the phone and then we need this and then we need this link and it's like well where are you posting this well we're posting it on facebook it'll be this big yeah like and what do you want them to do well we want them to go to our website and uh, book a consultation well then put 90 percent of that on the website and keep uh. the, the graphic itself emotional disruptive you want to know the best the best two ads we've had since we've launched the best two ads. It's me by the way, but it's not me. It's me dressed as a pickle. Like we have used this pickle ad for webinars, signups, um, event registrations, like cancellation recoveries. And it's just a silly picture. And so it has nothing really to do about the graphic other than it's, it's, it's something different. Mm-hmm. I catch that's, that's like what we hammer, hammer, hammer. How many dentist clients and listeners have a picture of a dentist being a dentist? Like, <laughs> like no shit, you're a dentist. It says yeah. dental practice in the name. We, we, we just know you're a dentist. You don't need to show us that you're a dentist. Unless you're the Star Trek dentist, which I, there's one of those kid ones nearby me. It's like a space theme, which is cool. I've seen it's that. Like, where yeah. are you? Where are you, by the way? I'm in Scottsdale. So, okay. so anyway, but like, don't over communicate. Let the graphic disrupt, and then let your website and everything else deliver on what it is. I'd say that's great advice and something I was super guilty of um, <laughs> as a practitioner. Uh, I would, I would be, yeah, ramming in stuff because you feel like you have like a short little half second attention span to get it all in. And then you just forget, right? Like where's the context of where it's going to be played? Where's this ad going? Like Craig is saying, is it Facebook where you're only going to see a little bit and now your ad just, and by the way, Facebook regulates how much text you have in the picture anyway. In a, pay, in a paid ad situation. Yes. Yeah, but, but just, just comp, just when you're just creating content, which is what I, we use a lot of design pickle stuff for is just, you know, a blog post or a content or a social media stuff that really we're not trying to generate, um, you know, anything other than engagement and just be interesting and, and eye catching. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's a great, that's a great tip or hack for if you're doing it yourself or you're auditing your own or you're having a designer and you need to audit what kind of what they're doing is don't let too much stuff go in a small space. To the graphic itself. Love it. Exactly. Okay. All right. What else are some good tips and hacks if someone's so- trying to? So this is, so naturally your business is going to evolve and you should not be doing the graphic design. And you should not have your assistant be doing the graphic design. You should have a graphic designer be doing the graphic design. Just like, you know, your, any profession should, the professional should be doing it. So the next thing is this. No one in the craft, graphic design industry can read minds. Like, period. They cannot read minds yet. So the next mistake I see people make is they don't provide visual inspiration mm-hmm. of what they're thinking about or what they want. 
They're like, oh, you're the designer. Here, make me a picture of something awesome on the beach. Okay, you think that's like a cool description. For me, that would be like a dragon monster emerging from the beach, like with fire breathing. For my wife, it would just be a sunny day where she could read. Like that's two different interpretations of awesome. Subjective. subjective, So, so, so clients always think like, well, you're the designer. Why should I have to do that? And, 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 and it's all about the calibration over time. You don't have to do that because your designer knows what you like and don't like, but on the odds, on the offset, like just don't use words, just send links and screenshots to stuff you dig. And the designer, if they're a professional one can figure it out from there. You know what else you could do, which is really, really good, Russ, is you could have your friend sign up for the service as well. And then when you see an ad that you like, just poach it like you did with me. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah. I have pushed a couple of those with you. <laughs> I was like, I came out with this thing about tech. We, we now, like, we have texts, like, who calls anymore? And I'm like, make sure you tell them, like, I want, like, a 1940s chick answer the phone, like, almost like an operator. Like, who calls yeah. anymore? We have texts now. Here's a touche to that comment of your jab. Ready? Oh, come on, bro. Here we go. Ready? I may have copied your ad, but you copied my service. Oh, I know. oh. Hey, listen, we don't copy. We learn from each other. You're inspired by. Inspired by. I have a favorite quote. It says, if you steal from one, it's plagiarism. If you, no, sorry. If you borrow from one, it's plagiarism. If you borrow from many, it's research. Research, yeah. yeah. So Pete and I do extensive research, research on each other. No, we just plagiarize <laughs> each other. Um, but it is there is some synergy to that, right? Because like I didn't have to come up with that. I just had to be like, hey, right. my design pickle designer, can you make one just like he has? Because like he's my buddy. It's cool. And, yep. and boom, they did. <laughs> um, what um, one thing that I, I have a funny term for for you, Russ, or a story is going back to kind of some of my design days, and I'm just going to do it myself because I got so frustrated by what I, the term I called pixel pushing. And I was like, you know, some of these designers just didn't have the chops to do it. And I was like, if I have to pixel push for you, I might as well just do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was frustrating because I felt like, like you said, I wasn't just saying like, I want the beach picture, make it awesome. I was saying, I want this over here and here and here. And it was coming back, like not there. I was like, if I'm going to have to pixel push, then I'm just going to do it. And right. so I, I am guilty of putting out ads that probably I would be horrified to go back and look well, at. And I imagine your brand has evolved over time too. For like sure. Overall, like you have a more defined brand. I bet our design pickle designer had a way easier time working with you than the version of your company two or three years ago. Yeah. Which brings me to another question. When we yep. accept something in Design Pickle, does that go in like our file so that the, we do we have the same designer every time? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was saying earlier. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I see what you're saying. And yeah, that's you're how, that's how the relationship is kind of cultivated just by experience of yes and no's. You know. Craig, do you, do you actually use it or do you have someone else use it for you? So right now I have someone that uses it for me. Okay. I, I actually told Craig that he uses it and I'm not in his business. So that person has a dashboard they can log into and see all the lists of everything. Yeah, we have one person accessing it now, but I need to launch it to the multiple teams we have in the office so everybody could be using as well. I love it. 
I've I, in full disclosure, Russ, I've never done the the back end of me doing That's it either. Thing. Thanks, Pete. You could have taken the liberty to be like, Craig, what the frick is wrong with you, man? Like doing this? Why are you delegating? That's your core. That's the core aspect of your brand. So, so, thank you. Appreciate so it. all you need is just to add in the, an additional email. Yeah, you'll get billed for it, but then you can just email. It. So you don't need to log into anything. You just email from your inbox whenever you need something, and it'll just magically come back the next day. So wait, yeah, you get billed for it. I thought it was unlimited. It unlimit one per user. Sorry, let's clarify. Per uh, user. Um, okay. So yeah. per person. Now you could share accounts, not recommended. That's sort of confusing for designers, but we have a couple clients who bend the rules and they well, all Well, it's one that. business, so we want it to have the same look and feel. Which is not a problem, but again, dragon coming out of the ocean, awesome, or sunny beach, awesome. Everyone has different personal preferences, so it's hard to design if we don't know who we're designing for, or if it's multiple people. Each um, email, I have just a small question here. Each email, is that the full fee in the same company or an additional user is a, a lesser fee? Um, it's, it's traditionally full fee, but our sales team has no problem knocking some prices off for multi-users. And, and he's gonna give a, we'll put a discount. Um, we'll give a link and a discount code for the Bulletproof list. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a code up. Uh, you know, Dude, I love how much we're talking about design people. It was awesome. I can talk yeah. about this all day long. <laughs> no, it's, it's, like cool your, it's like your favorite. It's kind of like a customer support call too. Like, so when I have this, like. <laughs> you, you can just repurpose this if you want, right? and put it on your website for like, oh, actually, we covered this topic on the Bulletproof podcast. <laughs> um, you a dentist? Do you have questions about billing? Great, click here. <laughs> um, so any other, you know, I want to go back to the, you know, I want to deliver the value and anyone listening that says, all right, give me some cool tips and tricks. Anything else that you may have as advice? Um, just as get some- rolling. Like so many people just are so mm-hmm. hesitant to start. Like period. And you well, know they what? They wait for perfection. And yeah, sorry right. to cut you off us, but they I was, wait like, I need this ad to be perfect. And you're like, just, just deploy it. Just deploy the content because the cadence is the cadence and frequency is more important than the perfection. Exactly. And wow. you know what? It's, you're going to, it's going to suck in six months anyway, because you're <laughs> going to change your styles are going to change. So just get it out there and get rolling. I, I lament over creation all the time, whether it's an email, an ad, a landing page. And sometimes it's just the point of diminishing returns. You just got to roll. But if you're not doing anything, something is better than nothing. Well, there's a good pertinent example of someone who I think has been successful, a public figure that I'm a big fan of that Craig's probably going to roll his eyes at. But Gary V puts out more content than anyone I've ever seen. And he just, it's not perfect. It's raw and authentic. And he's got a full-time guy obviously doing that for him, video and documenting everything. But it's like, I don't know how, how that guy gets so much damn content in, whether it's podcasts and graphics and this and that, just massive amounts of stuff. And it's not polished. A lot of it's not polished, right. but it's just like- Well, well that makes it more real. It doesn't make it right. perfect. It's not perfect. And look how perfect my stuff is. It's just like, I don't give a shit. If you like it, cool. If you don't, beat it. Nerd. Correct. And the, and the message is powerful regardless of the polish of the delivery. So he, 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 knows, he knows what he's all about. And like, I think that stands through. Like anytime we have a client who has a clear conviction of what they do, what they're about, it's so much easier to work with them than the client who's kind of like, well, I don't know. How would you market this cat pajama company? 
Mm-hmm. Like, well, we're not sure. Like, you're the expert of cat pajamas, so you tell us. And you bring up a, a good point, actually. So, cat pajamas, obviously, a funny industry, a niche industry, and I think that's where Dennis, Dennis, we fall into. Well, wait a second. I'm a doctor. We're running patient practice. This is serious business. I can't do fun, serious ads because people won't take me fun, unserious ads because people won't. Well, I think the climate's shifting with all that um, Drake uh, in my feelings thing. Oh, yeah. Drake, all the dentist. Uh, video. Everybody's going freaking super clowny now. The kiki. I mean, getting tagged on Facebook to go dance around like a freaking clown. What's expected of a, of a dentist now is to act like just feel free to humiliate yourself. You know, <laughs> you know the kiki dance we're talking about, Russ? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that became like a thing for I don't know. You've probably seen a ton of dentists, but like it became a dentist like getting tagged. I I got like you, Craig. I get tagged so many times, and I was like, there is zero chance. I may have been the first or second guy. I am not going to be the hundredth guy that does this stupid dance. Yeah, there's no real good upside from no dancing. Upside. By the way, if you're really, really good at dancing, you know, you look like Brian Boitano basically, and if you stop. <laughs> you look like an idiot. So there's a very fine line for a man to dance that you have to like kind of, and that guy killed it. What, you know, the big dude that, um, yeah, the Greenville, South Carolina, he, he yeah. got, uh, tw- he's had like 33 million views of this video. Yeah. But, Russ, so I, I think I want to give a little, I was doing a little research on you. And like I yeah. said, I was super excited to get you on from the company just cause I think you guys have the merit to be, to be introduced to our audience. And I really think dentistry needs you guys. So I'm super glad to have you on from that aspect. But as I kind of did a little, my research on you as a, as a human and, and a business owner, I got more enthralled. Um, you and I were talking about the, you know, the warrior stuff before I hit yeah. record. Um, I know that's a big part of your life. I know you coach for that. It's a men's, it's a men's thing. Right. Uh, so maybe kind yeah, of just out. They're doing women, they were doing women's stuff too. So, Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 um, uh, yeah. Speaking of being like, I think I got more ads from Garrett White than like humanly possible. I think he just followed me around the internet. I couldn't escape Garrett. Garrett's um. Garrett. <laughs> um. So uh, I don't mean that in a bad way because obviously he's he's done exceedingly well and he's brought a tremendous amount of value to a lot of humans who have needed him. Um. But let, I want to talk about that just for a quick second and what you're doing and just kind of like you as a human and what you're passionate about and um and and yeah. Right. Well, so as Design Pickle has grown, it's been kind of a predicament for me because we are, we are becoming more of a really established engine of production, of creation. The systems of marketing and all of that are working and growing and scaling. And so there was just, to be completely honest, I was, I was getting kind of frustrated with my own personal like commitment and, and involvement because my team, I was like, bothering them when I would like come in to work with them and you know hey let's do this idea and it's like well we already have this plan Russ like you're distracting us like get out of here like go do this other go away so that was like one half like I was being the distracted like entrepreneur founder guy like hey let's you know what I have have an idea of pickles and guns let's go to the desert and get tannerite and high explosives and high powered rifles which we did and make a good idea slow-mo which we did. We rented a 30,000 frame per second camera. Mm-hmm. And um, well, let's just say that hasn't really done really great for marketing because yeah. we had, it was a good team building experience. Yeah, but Tannerite footage is always good. Especially You'll when use it later. A 50 gallon barrel of pickles strapped to it. Um, but on the other end, this program, Wake Up Warrior, has been transformative for me. So in 2015, I joined. I went to Warrior Week 22. It's a men's training program 
And it just opened my eyes about a new way to live and a lifestyle. And what's kind of cool about it is it's nothing, it's not insane. You know, it's not like, like this whole new, um, all new things. Like if you're a personal development person who studied it, you would see elements, but the organization, the group, the way they kind of bring people together was powerful. And I've been, and I did it for two years solid. And then last year they opened up an opportunity to train and become a certified trainer on that. And so I was the sixth certified trainer to get my certification. And uh, so this year I've been launching my own consulting and training programs. So I've, I've done um, three programs, one virtual, two in person. Actually next week I'm flying. We got 10 guys coming together for their experiences and I'm doing that. And I mentioned over the, over the interview, I have a, an experience called the blackout experience, which is in September. So um, it's really been amazing, like changing lives, dialing in, and it's leveling me up as a leader, which has that trickle-down effect for Design Pickle. You know what I would attribute it to, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Craig and I are both big Tony Robbins fans. Actually, Craig is, is his dentist. And it's like Tony Robbins, but with a physical aspect where you kind of get broken down, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Okay, Russ, on this, but it seems like there was some breakdown going on before you could get built back up. And there was some physical breakdown, some mental breakdown. And it was like, that was the warrior. It is. And it's what it's actually breaking down is the stories and scripts that's been running your life so far. Mm -hmm. So I've been to several live experiences. I've actually been to a dozen of them. Two of them were called Warrior Weeks. Um, I went early on and I went last year. I had to go again for my certification Trust me, I didn't think I needed to go, yet I still had a transformative experience because even as we grow and expand and become better, new stories start to manage our lives and start to control what we do. And what the process always is, is never taking that for granted and continual evaluation and continual growth. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lifelong journey. And I love, I mean, Tony Robbins, he's a legend, man. He like, he's like paved the way for so many in this industry. However, there's, there's the only a finite impact that those programs can have. And that's why people go back all the time mm-hmm. is because there's just like, okay, I have my, my, my experience. I'm excited, but then things happen. Okay. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back. Yeah, um, well, life, life happens. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, warrior tries to be a bit different in the sense we, it's sort of like reprogramming you, not in a, in a weird manipulative way, but in a way where, you can now have those tools yourself. And a lot of guys who come through never come back because they have basically found a new set of ways to approach challenges, especially as a male entrepreneur. I'm not saying that it's harder to be a male. I'm just saying that males suck at processing emotions more than women generally. And it compounds the effects in their lives a lot faster. Yeah. And we internalize it a lot more because we, we have that, that sense that we need to be the strong silent, like mm-hmm. just internalize and churn. Um, I am super guilty of that. Um, yeah. and to the detriment of, you know, to the detriment of your health, I mean, it, it accelerates, there's a whole lot of things I'm learning right now. I don't have to take a turn, but like I actually had my telomeres tested, which kind of gives you a cellular age. And it found out that I was 20 years advanced from what I am. And it was mainly due to the stress that I put on myself as being an entrepreneur and right. internalizing everything. So like there's, there's not just these silos of things that you're talking about. It's your health and your wellness and the, and the relationships and it's all intertwined. And, and that's what I just love when people are kind of deep into that space of what you're talking about, because, totally. you know, the objective is just 
betterment and a constant journey. And I think that's as a 42 year old man, I'm, I'm figuring out that it's not the destination. It's the journey of kind of small problems and, and self fixing and self development and just getting better and better is the secret of happiness. Not, not the goal line, which I've always thought it was when I was 25 year old male, I thought that the goal line was sitting on a beach rich with, with, you know, beautiful wife next to me. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the goal. And, that, and now, <laughs> you made me do that. Now I would literally blow my, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't sit on a beach longer than, you know, a week, two weeks. Right. Cause it's really about expansion and growth. Like that's yeah. what we're yeah. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Craig Spodak from the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast and I am super fired up to talk to you guys about our summit happening October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. This is the opportunity to learn everything we've accumulated over the last 20 years of dentistry and business management. We're leaving it all on the table. There's nothing to sign up for afterwards. This is just two days of intense learning and mastermind sessions. We strongly encourage you to bring someone in your office that's a stakeholder, not just an employee, but someone that's actually following you and treats your business as their own. Because if you come back from this thing all fired up and you don't have your first follower or someone to help implement, it's gonna be very difficult. So once again, October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. Registration is filling up very, very quickly and the tickets are almost sold out. So go to Bullet bulletproofdentalpractice.com forward slash summit and reserve your spot today. See you soon, people. I think that one of the commonalities to, to happiness and fulfillment is continual growth. Right. And there are like the same way there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There's also, there's just there's actualization needs. So you, you it, at low levels where you're surviving when we all started out and we were worried about like how we're going to, you know, pay for payroll next week or whatever like that. That's your first need. You have to just survive the survival. And then when you get to that level, eventually you'll start saying, well, what's next? You know, you get all these mm-hmm. things checked off and you still feel that same yearning that unfulfillment in your soul that what's next and you don't fix it with more. But American society, Western society is telling us, the way you fix it is with this watch and this thing and that thing. And it's really, we're, it's a sickness. We talk, Pete and I talk about this all the time. We have a coach that we share between the two of us. We talk about this all the time because it does not lead to fulfillment. And um, I, I think it's really good that we're talking about this because in the dental industry, many dentists look up to Pete and I as, you know, as having made it, whatever that means The you know, that we've had this, you know, practice. I mean, they do, uh, you know, for what it's worth that, that there is that some people like, I would never want that, but there are a good percentage of people who are like, you know, you, it must be great. You have no more challenges. And I just want to speak to that because there are massive challenges. I'm going through a massive one right now. Holy smokes. I'm getting like, yeah. you know, I'm going through some major stuff for those that know me and recognize, you know, my physiology is different. I just can't even fake it. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's part of the process and that's where the fulfillment lies. And I have a friend actually, a very close friend. I want him to remain nameless because Pete knows him as well. He actually went through the warrior training mm-hmm. and he's uh, been through a lot of different trainings actually. And that's really cool. Cause I think there's a masculine thing that's actually under attack as well. Right. There's this, you know, mm-hmm. masculine energy is not, and I'm not saying like, I don't want to get into a gender discussion because even gender 
has even like a lesbian couple or a homosexual couple or a heterosexual couple, there is masculine and feminine energy. We all have it. We, the three of us men, have feminine and masculine energy. And I feel like there is a masculine energy that's under attack these days. And there needs to be that outlet to express it in some way. I think that, you know, the, the polarity of the sexes creates that, um, that chemistry that we talk well, let about. Me just, let me just speak to that directly because... Please. It's not a masculine thing. It's a man thing. And the man thing is my, one of my early clients was an openly gay man. And he was really like, Russ, I don't know if I want this. He actually wanted to work with me instead of Garrett because of the program sort of didn't, seems pretty homophobic if you're really like looking at a wife and this and marriage and all of this. And I told him, I was like, Ken, here's the deal. Are you a man? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. You're in. Like it had nothing to do with the the way he's decided to mm-hmm. you know position himself or his bio you know his biochemical programming to be gay like like it it was a man thing and he crushed it oh, like yeah. he had the biggest growth and you know what he said he's like he's like the gay community the male gay community needs this because guess where there's a huge deficit in masculinity and 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 certainty and confidence and like he's like i'm actually getting goosebumps right now because of this because of how it is so that was that's the issue here and it doesn't matter how you interpret that and actually i get a lot of heat when i send out marketing messaging for the programs there's like oh it's men only and i'm like look that's all i know how to train on right now like this program is moving into women but i'm sure tony robbins would agree it's a much different dynamic with age sex where what country you're in like it matters and it's and so i'm just in this one narrow vein of it i'm gonna expand next year actually but it's a man it's a man thing and you're you're just right on craig on that well we're getting into a political discussion that i don't want to have because it's very sensitive (laughs) but there is a conversation that's widely held that there is no difference in man woman age it's this neutrality conversation and and i want to point to that it's it's there's equality but there's a difference there's equality but there's a difference so i think the pendulum always swings for so long you had women having to deal with so much of the me too movement there was i've had i have older patients and they're not even that old i have patients that are in their 50s you know that have told me that when they got their first job their boss was like slapping their rear end and like abhorrent stuff that women had been yeah, wow. reckless. So, yeah. and they were just expected to deal with it for so long. So this pendulum swung to this terrible intolerance of sexism and glass ceilings. And now it needs to swing back. But oftentimes as things do in culture, they don't swing to neutral. They can swing all the way over here and then they go back and swing. So we're, we're in that vacillation of times, but, but I think it's really good that there are, they're, they're, men have different challenges. Women have different challenges. We are not the same in the way we approach things. You know, and Tony speaks a lot about this. Like, right. you know, men have these basic needs and women's basic needs are so incredibly different. And the way we approach situations is so different. So it's, 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 it is, it's just good that we're speaking about so it. You guys, I was raised by my mom, who is also gay, openly, very strong feminist. My sister I'm married. I have three daughters. My mom has four sisters and, and I have seven feet or six female cousins. So you want to talk about a man who's estrogen overload on you. Like, 
but the point is this is it's it's men or women it's like dedication to, to families and if you don't have kids dedication to healthy living you know eliminating the 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 sedation that entrepreneurs have to go through because they think they have to carry that on themselves like that's what it's about and, and that I want to get, I want to wrap this back into dentistry because I think it's important. And talk, I talked about how it's internalized a lot, but as you may know, Russ, there's, you know, dentists, dentists do this more than any other group. I feel like, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's, there was at some point a high suicide rate because we felt super alone in, 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 in the silo that we created and like, Oh my gosh, we're dealing with these patients and you know, everyone hates coming to me and I don't have a, no one understands what, what I'm going through. And, and so that's why, you know, I think any group like a Tony Robbins or a Warrior Week, and I think that's, it's cool to bring awareness because there may be someone listening to this right now that needs the help of the Warrior Week because it's a different yeah. approach than- Might I recommend the Blackout Experience? That's Blackout the, Experience. That's yeah. the new one. That's the new one on the market. All I right. Mean. <laughs> oh, but, so it sounds great. Sign up for the waterboarding vertical uh, add-on. <laughs> Just don't black out. Blackout. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, man, that's awesome. I, you know, I really wasn't. Ex- I don't. I'm, I was actually thinking as we were talking, what's the title of this podcast going to be? Because it started out with design, and then we went into like homosexuality and men's energy, and like, hmm, this is going to be a tough one to title because it's been all across the board. Just take I like the words. Take the title. What you just said the title right there. What design and homosexuality and men's energy. No. <laughs> and, and a bunch of other random thoughts dot 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 <laughs> episode number <laughs> whatever it is um man all right well russ anything else we can add to kind of you know be totally sporadic about getting back to design and and, and anything any advice for dennis oh i know tell us the story because i'm on the <laughs> storytelling marketing tell us the story of your number one client no, so, not first. Number one client your first yeah. client so this is this is um, this just goes to show the journey I've been on. So when you talk about like oh like oh you've had all this success in two thousand and three, so fifteen years ago, I launched my freelance design business, and my first client was related to my first job, which was in the solid surface countertop industry. So like Corian or LG Hymax, it's it's basically plastic resin. And he, this guy, Mark DeBrock, Mark DeBrock, if you're still out there, I remember and I honor you, Mark. He was a countertop guy and decided that he could actually create this thing called the wall shoulder. Do you guys remember the wall shoulder? No. It was in like the buyer magazines when you open up your dentist, all the supplies. It was a thermoform, so they heat it and then they mold it, x-ray vest holder that you would put on your wall and it was like a big, you know, like a suit coat hanger that's like big and thick. I've seen So that. this would sit on there because he was determined to save dentists money from throwing their x-ray vests on the ground and then folding and getting broken. He declared it was a pandemic with dentists. They were wasting so much money replacing their lead vests or whatever it's made out of. Their lead, know. yeah. Their lead. And so he made the wall shoulders. And so I designed a brochure, a trifold brochure with all of the different models and all the different colors and the He's still in business. I'm Googling it right now. Is he still around? Mark, I love you. And this guy, maybe I'm changing his life right now by sharing this with everybody. If this is a real issue, please like support this man because he helped me get on my start. But I I realized, A, I sucked at graphic design. 
I, and B, I was much better at sales and marketing. And so that's when I started into my business as an agency, hiring designers. So the lesson here is do what you're good at and hire the rest. <laughs> yeah. And, and have, and audit yourself, you know, your self-awareness, be self-aware of what you're good at. I actually was just talking about that in the previous podcast is that it's, yeah. it's, it's sometimes nice to identify what you're good at and what you suck at and get out of the way and let the people kind of support you or where you're deficient and stay in your highest and best use of your time. And obviously right. you've grown your company massively. Um, You've had, you've had great success. So you've obviously stayed in your lane of which you're most effective. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was fun to tell. I've literally never shared that story before because I'm slightly embarrassed of the work. Hopefully he's gotten some better work by now. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see what Craig's expression is because he's looking at it and I'm, I'm not, but I'm eager to actually chime in. I'm eager to look at it at some point, but I won't. I won't. Well, he's got several models of a wall solar. It is a DeBrock company. Oh, okay. It's a DeBrock company. It's all good, man. You know, listen, uh, everybody plays a part in our, in hey, what we, you know. Hey, well, the niches are, I mean, the riches are in the niches. Hey, <laughs> so, so that you know, logo is the logo I designed I, <laughs> on there. Yeah. No, it's good, man. Quality work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I was, I was being sincere. I was not trying to be funny. It's, it looks fine. It looks good. <laughs> well, um, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so everyone listening, I, I implore you to, Try out Design Pickle. Do you guys have like a trial service for us? Yeah. So, so we do and don't. So you pay up front just so that we don't get any rascals in who just yeah, want free lunch. Uh -huh. But it's a two-week set, a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Got it. So all you need to do is try it and love it. And if that's not the case, then you get your refund back. And uh, no questions, super friendly team. And you can keep the design files too. So you can move so beyond and so for our code, you're going to go to designpickle.com forward slash bulletproof. What are they going to get for that? You talked about the 370. What's the offer to yeah. uh, our amazing, our amazing listeners? So we'll give everyone. So what we love to do is just give everyone 25% off their first month. Mm -hmm. So you can try us out and like it. And, and it's a, literally you either love it or you don't. So yep. there's really no middle ground on that. We've talked a lot about it. I just want people to try it because that is better than where you're currently at right now. Right. So 25% off your first month, check it out. It's super streamlined and um, yeah, we'd love to help. You know what I love about this, Peter, this, what? all the stuff that we pay for and already do, we get bargains for everybody that listens, but we didn't get this. It's all good. It comes out in the wash, but it's funny. Like we vet the stuff. Pete vets it. I buy into it. And they're like, Hey, give us a deal for our listeners. Yeah. Right. So right. We're like happily paying. Hey, like, that's the pay it forward process. Yeah, I know, right. I know. But I like it. I just want to make sure you know, people because that are listening are look, aware. I had found, I'm thinking about like, you know, the, the, the startup doc who's getting out and who's tight on a shoestring budget and doesn't have the thousands and $10,000 design budget and advertising, yeah. like you can use design pickle, use free social media. And literally that can be your entire existence of your ad because you can right. develop and deploy content of value and like be creative. It doesn't, you know, effective advertising doesn't have to be expensive anymore. That's what I love about this service. If you can afford 370, then you got, you're, you're in the game. Well, everybody has access to the same channels. You still have to buy $30,000 or right. radio or TV to so make a That's dent. my point. Yeah. I mean, that's listen, you, you can be in South Carolina and just do a silly video and get 33 million impressions. And you're not, you're not limited by your budget. Like, oh, I have all these ideas for cool ads, but I don't want to pay for my designer to go through all these permutations. Like, 
I honestly will tell Kim all the time, like, oh my gosh, let's run this. Let, I, want a, I want a banner that looks like this or not a banner. I want something looks like this, right? And you can just like free, like flow with your creativity and, totally. like, and just roll and it just, it helps everything, right? So anyway, Russ, man, uh, you're doing big things, man. You're, you're creating a lot of value just for, for humans and, and obviously customers, but you know, you're, you're doing good things that, for the human race. And, um, you know, Thank you. we talked about the warrior stuff. I want to throw out there too, just, just for you guys, like if anyone has any questions on it, email me directly, russ at designpickle.com. I answer every email, you know, maybe I will put you in touch with one of my team members if it's something specific, but if you're just not sure, just email me and let's have a conversation. We are, even though we're a growing company, we, we don't want it to be complicated and we want you to get the service you deserve. So russ at designpickle.com is my direct email and I'd love to have a conversation. That's huge. That's huge. Thank about you. anything. We can talk about whatever, but you know, design pickle is obviously a, an area that I feel like. Nice. I, I, may, I may just start sending you like therapy level questions like Ross, what do you think I should do in this, uh, in this instance? Here? I'll give you an answer. It may not be a good one, but I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, anything else before we let Russ get on with his, his day? No, Russ, I really am surprised by your dynamic background and, uh, the, all the stuff that you're into is, 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 uh, is, is great. What's your coaching page too? Before I started to interject, but do you have yeah. a coaching uh, URL too? What is that? So right now, the best place to get more info on what I'm doing is just go to the Blackout website. It's theblackoutexp.com. Oh, theblackoutexp.com. Cool. Send me That'll, an invite for that for that event. I might I might uh, see what my calendar looks like. Dude, you would love it. It would be crazy and fun and hard and you get a huge, I mean, from what I know about you now, like I'm like smiling because I just know you'd eat it up. Nice. Nice. Awesome. All right, Russ, have a great day, man. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out BulletproofDentalPractice.com for video interviews and text BULLETPROOF to 345-345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.